in the morning when my heart is cold You're the heat for my weary soul You're the good in all I know In the mirror all that I see Is your grace looking back at me I'm not the man that I used to be Everything comes alive Everything comes alive Everything comes alive Everything comes alive And you In the evening when my bones are tired You're my strength and my heart's desire You're the light when the sun expires I'm not lost with you, I'm home I didn't find you on my own You're the song, you're the song Rising from my heart Everything comes alive Everything comes alive Everything comes alive Everything comes alive
that I haven't made, I told myself any lies so that <laughs> so that the devil could beat me up with them. And see, I've been up uh, a long time this morning, well, probably all night. And the reason I've been up is because I'm 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 getting ready for um, Saturday, and I thought, let me tell you the truth. I thought that I was only doing this, you know, in service to God. Because I know how to bind that witchcraft up and, you know, stop those spells and bind up those spells and cut them off. Come to find out today, because yesterday we took a, well, we took a a, a turn and had to um, regroup had to uh, just regroup. So this morning, I wasn't really playing any music when I first uh, got up because I was working on the workbook. God had me do the workbook. I don't know how to explain this to you, but you got to understand it and you got to get it for your own ministry. You got to get it. Not for me. I mean, I got this, and um, I process things after they happen or in the middle of them, and I really see and understand why the Lord did this this way. I never would have any other way been in God's perfect will, been in his perfect timing, even although I, I, I saw what I was doing and I knew ever since 57, 81 came along, I was, I was getting a continuation message, like one part into the next part, into the next part, but I was still, because I I wasn't, I didn't know, and I don't know why I had to know, but I know that I needed to understand, because if you miss that understanding, you can, you can be going around that mountain a long time. So I got to print out this last thing here. I'm going to play this song for you. I want you to listen to this song with an emphasis on yourself. I played it a minute ago. I don't know how many people really got it. But boy, did it minister to me this morning. I'll be right back.
God showed me something in this week. And I really had to repent. And it's probably not for what you think. I had to repent for when Jose told me he didn't want to do the or couldn't do it, I should have gone out and found somebody else. Because God told me himself to do that. He didn't tell Jose. He told me. And that meant that if God told me to do that, there was a way to get it done. So I had to repent to God, tell him I'm sorry, for me allowing Jose to cause this um, uh, hindrance and for me to be late with the soul tracker. Do you get it? God never told Jose. God gave that mission to me, even although I wasn't a scientist. And I just assumed that God gave gave me the mission to give to Jose. And Jose said yes. Jose said yes to the mission. See, I'm this kind of person. If you work with me, and you tell me you can do something, I totally uh, respect you enough to expect you to fulfill the mission. Because the, the big problem I had, and God showed me, he said, you've been around so many unbelievers. You have been taking these unbelievers and bringing them to me and they won't allow me to make them a believer. And so then the weight fell back on you, but you just kept on going with new people. And and uh, the old people who were saying they had it, and they, they didn't. And then when they couldn't, like Jose did, they dropped the ball. I would never, ever do that on my own. But you see, I passed the responsibility on to Jose because God said he could do it. Do you understand that, Jose? And so when Jose didn't do it, Jose fulfilled the devil's mission and hindered the project. So you see, God doesn't operate like that. If God gives you something to do, you're going to do it, and you're going to complete it. Now, it might take you, you may die and never complete it, and what he's going to do then, he's just going to give it to somebody else. And sometimes, even while you're yet alive, you know what? God will give what you're supposed to do to somebody else so that they can be blessed. So I repented. Oh, God, I'm sorry. And I said to God, I'm going to make sure if Jose drops this this time, would you please send me somebody that can fulfill this assignment? And that's what I should have prayed in the beginning. I'm just trying to tell you how to get things done with God. I'm just trying to tell you that when God gives you a responsibility, he knows you can complete it. 
He knows you can do it when he gives it to you. And, and God told me. God said, you don't need Jose to complete this mission. And I'm thinking, I'm not a scientist. But you know what? God showed me some other scientists last night that I could have gone to. And I said, uh-oh, forgive me, I'm sorry. God is a God of mercy and goodness and kindness, so he, he's giving Jose a second chance. But if he drops the ball this time, it will be fulfilled. Make no mistake about it. Because you know what? God never does anything <clears throat> incomplete. Man and women, men and women, may not fulfill their God-ordained purpose, but God's will will be done. And that's why I pray every day. And when people ask me how to pray, I, I, I pray every day that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I, I don't generally, because I know that God's will is perfect. And God's will <clears throat> is always good. And God's will will always be good for you. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So once that got back on track, and I'm still working on the workbook, I can remember another workbook I was working on. And and all that stuff is stacked up in boxes. I'm going to pull those boxes out too. And I'm going to pull that workbook out. That workbook is about six inches. I'm happy this morning. God gave me another chance to be blessed in a manner that I almost missed. And did I almost miss it? Trying to please God? Yes, I did. Trying to please God. But you see, my dependency is not on Jose. My dependency is not on any of you headliners. My dependency is on God. Your dependency better be on God. And I don't mind being an open book so you can learn and don't make these mistakes I make. And you know what? God doesn't hold them against me because he knows that my heart was in the right place. So what is he going to do? He's going to bless me from the time I set myself in agreement with him, and he's already doing it. He's already doing it. The song I'm playing to you, with you, it, it just blessed my soul because God showed me the answer to two questions I had asked him a long time ago to be able to do. There's something I wanted to be able to do for the people of God. And I did not, it did not come together for me until last night and this morning. Last night and this morning, it, it began to come together. And God said, now I'm, I'm releasing it to you. It was always here waiting for you, but I had to wait for you to line up in this area right here. 
Remember, I taught that taught don't miss God in the day of his visitation. Well, now I'm going to teach don't let nobody else cause you to miss God either. Because of their own stubborn and rebelliousness and failure to acknowledge God as God and his all-sufficiency. This happened. I cannot, I can't sweep it under the rug. I can't look up. It happened. And I'm a better person today for it. I'm a much better. I've got answers. I'm trying to print print them out because I'm going to put them in this workbook. But God reminded me a few minutes ago, you got this, and I gave this to you because you were willing to lay down your life and help somebody else. Keep on being selfish and see where it's going to get you. You see, God will bless, God does bless us. Even in our mistakes, if our heart is right toward him. This is not something, you know, uh, well, sin is sin. But I'm showing you how other folk can cause you to miss out or have to receive your blessing around after going around a circle ridiculously don't let anyone else cause you to miss the favor of God don't let anyone else cause it to be delayed in your life because of their own stubborn and rebelliousness and failure to acknowledge God as God this is a very serious thing I don't know if you understand this. Some of you have really missed out. Some of you have had delays, hindrances, and stumbling blocks put in your path, not because of you, but because of you calling yourself trying to help somebody else. Sometimes. All the time. You go ahead and do what God tells you to do. Even if it's something you have no no conception of how to do it. Just start. Just start. I had to remember, I started out on the soul tracker. And then I told Jose. Because I thought God was telling me to give it to him. And look what happened. God flipped that thing all the way upside down and turned it back on the path it's supposed to be on, in the right direction. Now, you know what demon was behind this? And and the, and the peculiar thing is, I had just, entered into this demon. Write this down. Ego and then put dash pride. Do it like this. E-G-O dash P-R-I-D-E. Oops. 
I'm trying to do it in the chat room. Ego dash P R I D E. Now, this is what I want you to do. Somebody, help me out. Go to Google and Google what is the difference between pride and ego and write it in the chat room for me. What is the difference between pride and ego? But in the chat room, I'm going to give y'all on the blog talk a couple minutes because this is something you need to know. It's a life lesson right here. This is a life lesson.
brothers and sisters. God can't use your ego. And pride, you know, is an overthrower. It got it got Lucifer thrown out of heaven. Get demonic. Get demonic. One in association with the world. The other one in association with rebellion and stubbornness. Self-importance. You can be running around here. You know, I'm casting out all kind of demons. Never realizing Satan was right there manifesting himself in ego and self-importance. You see, a lot of people have mistakenly assumed that I might be because because I don't I don't have to throw myself out there. I don't have to have a big title. I got I earned a couple. But they're not important. You gotta understand God is concerned with the integrity of your heart. God is so concerned that he attempts attempts to build his nature and his character in you, which Jose fought every day. Now, he had a reason for this, and a lot of people have this reason. Ever been molested? If you've ever been raped? If you've ever been abused verbally? Beat down. That demon comes in you. That demon will always make you feel dirty. That demon always makes you feel shame. That demon throws down and tramples on your self-worth and self-value. And remember, when demons come in, They work in the whole atmosphere in which they're in. If they're working in a person, they're working against God, and especially, oh, my God, if they're in a person and the person is struggling with God, there's a war going on. And this is what was happening with Hosea. He had built his whole character around creating and satisfying his ego. How did he do that? Graduate? What did you graduate? Magna or Summa? Oh, excuse me. I thought it was Magna. See? He graduated Summa Cum Laude from his college. You know, first Highest grade point average in the whole college, summa. But then when he came to God, he built his whole identity around being a scientist. It wasn't Jose, it was scientist Jose. He lost 
or never ever built up an identity in himself. He built it up in his accomplishments, in his name, in his summa, cum laude, in his, and that's okay. That's what it took in his family. They all summa cum laude and doctors and scientists. But you see, God will call one person in a family line to be saved. You can be at the top or you can be the black sheep at the bottom. You're going to come with flaws. You're going to come with wounds. You're going to come with scars. And you're going to come with a hole in your soul that only God can close. And guess what? These are the people that he uses. But it takes a long time. It takes a lot of deliverance. It takes a lot of realistically looking at yourself as God sees you. As God sees you. And it takes a lot of understanding that I might be purple, alligator skin, they call them shots, alligator bones, all over me protruding so that I look like a reptilian. But God has a purpose for me. He has a purpose for every bone. He has a purpose for every hair. And included in that purpose is the fact that only his love for me, only his care for me, only his nurturing for me, only his building me is going to accomplish what God needs me to be. And a lot of you are fighting that in your spouses. See, I'm the kind of person, if you're around me, I I could be around you and maybe not even speak to you for four or five days because I'm so focused on what I'm doing. And I'm I'm so confident that God is going to do for you what he needs to do. And that's why God gave me the message just the other day, but I didn't even get to it because we got on the, um, on the um, testimonies. But God exposed it. He gave me the message, stop pretending. You stop pretending. And I'm pretenders. And he gave it to me right out the word. I'll probably get to give it. It's in one of the binders. Because I'm still doing the binders. If I don't give the teaching, I still get it. I still type it. I still put it in the binder. So you see, when, when you, with me, when I process this stuff, no matter what it is, it ends up being able to help thousands. I just got to overcome in it. I just got to go through it. Because Jesus never loses. Jesus is not a loser. And you know what, too?
I'm a person that um, I don't like to step on other folks' toes. I like to respect everybody because I can see Jesus in people. And I know if I disrespect them, I'm disrespecting the Christ in them. That doesn't make me weak. Actually, it gives me strength. Brothers and sisters, God is desirous of using you. Not your way, though. Not your way, his way. And with your permission. I remember Jose said to me, he said, I had this dream in California that God said, would you take a bullet for me? I said, hmm. I said, well, you know what? I just don't believe God gonna gonna going to require you to take a literal bullet. But you know what? I should have said, but watch out for them arrows, <laughs> them flaming arrows, them flaming swords. He used the flaming swords, remember, to put into the entrance to the Garden of Eden after Eve and Adam had sinned. He was not going to allow them to come back into paradise and eat from the tree of life and live in that condition forever because he had already prepared Jesus. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet up. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Can you? 
that mighty giant fell He proved to his people That God was alive in Israel Lord, I'm available to you And I'm wanting to be you Yes, I am, Lord You can use anything, Lord Come on and use me Jesus said He took two fish and five loaves and the multitude was fed Lord what I have may not be much but I know it can multiply by your touch so if you can use anything Lord come on and use me yes Lord
of you going to be waiting to be used in ministry till Jesus comes? Why? Because you loaded. Lying pride. Vanity. That's what King Solomon said. Vanity. Vanity. All is vanity. Ego. God ain't concerned about your ego. God is concerned about which way is your heart going. And the father of pride is Lucifer. Do you really want to continue like producing fruit from that kind of stuff? Why don't you renounce? But see, your ego, you have to bring that under subjection to the finished work of the cross. You got to bring that pride under subjection to the finished work of the cross. It's all about Jesus. And how are you going to operate in a ministry that's all about Jesus when you lie to yourself and your pride is in manifestation? False pride. Manifesting through an ego. Me, me, look at me. See, see, see me. It don't work like that. It should be see Christ in me. Because Jesus Christ said, what I do, I do what I see my father do. When they came to Jesus and they wanted to make him a judge, he said, who made me a judge? I came to seek and to save them that were lost. You want to know why the church is powerless? They can't, they can't, they in themselves with all that ego, all that pride. How's somebody going to be saved? How's somebody going to surrender their life to Jesus when you got somebody in front of you saying, surrender to me, come under subjection to me? Come on, come on to church. I'm going to feed your stinking ego. What is they say? I'm going to feed your flesh. And God say, no flesh is going to glory in his sight. And God say, he won't share his glory with anyone. And the Bible says we go from glory to glory to glory. Are you really progressing from glory to glory to glory? Well, I'm going to tell you something. No, not if you got ego. Not if you got pride manifested in your life. You don't have to. You can start preparing yourself for that deliverance I'm going to do uh, on Sunday morning. After this all night prayer. And I am so excited about the, oh man. Now I know why. See, God ain't got to tell you why nothing. A lady called me on the phone. I don't know if I said it before. A lady called me on the phone. She said, and she called me from a different number I ain't never seen. She said, Erica, have you blocked my number on your phone? I said, yes. She said, why? I said, because it's my phone. And I can block who I don't want to talk to. And you just happen to be somebody I don't ever want to talk to again. That's why. She said, oh, it never dawned on her that I was the owner of my phone and that I can choose who I want to talk to. 
And I do not want to talk to Satan ever. And I said, fine, he keeps talking to you. I don't want that entering into my ear gate. You trying to gaslight me on the phone. Ridiculous. You're going to try to make me do something. I keep telling her, and I, I listen to my father. Jesus, my father, my brother, my son. Oh, and everything else that he is all rolled into one. I don't like defiling my spirit. I don't like it. But in her mind, she was entitled to talk to me. I said, look, you're not my friend. I don't even know you. And you obviously don't know me either. If a person called me up and their laugh was even devilish. And you know what they kept trying to do? Somebody said this is a whole teaching. This is what they say. Isn't that right, Erica? I said, look, I don't know whether it's right or wrong. Don't you understand what I... No, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, you know. No, I don't know. You know. No, I don't know. <laughs> Why did I do that? This woman was doing everything she could to pull me into agreement with her. I don't know you. I'm not agreeing with you on nothing. Get that right. The Bible says, guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of life. Well, you know it. No, I don't know. Well, you you know what we know. We ain't never done nothing together. So I don't We know. Ain't no we here. We who? You know, no, I don't know. <laughs> you know, no, I don't know. And boy, people really get upset with me with that. But I don't know what's in you trying to get me to come into agreement with you. No way. No way. And I will tell you quick. You know, Erica, no, I don't know either. I don't know. That's one thing that really gets me. That one and that one when people call me mother. I ain't your mother. I'm not anybody's mother. And the, both of the people I know, the way some of them feel about their mother, it's a disgrace for you to try to get me to accept that term. The devil is tricky. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. By any way, by any means, if he can stop, and he don't have to stop it because he knows already that the end is not going to come until Michael kick his butt and throw him in the lake of fire. He already knows that. He already knows that God has told you and me just to stand, just to hold our position. He already knows that. Well, guess what? I know it too. That's not going to stop him from bringing somebody close to you. It ain't nobody far away from you that can harm you. 
is somebody right beside you, right close to you. Do they mean it? I don't think they do, most of them. But in my opinion, in my estimation, they mean it when they don't try to get rid of what is not of God and them that's not only working against them, but it's working against everybody around them. Satan ain't got to go hunt people up. He can look right in your family and find somebody to do his bidding. He can look right on your job, right in your atmosphere, right in your circle of friends. Find somebody to harm you. But you know what? It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. And it's coming to an end shortly. Shortly. And I'm saying God has already equipped you to win. All God is trying to do is identify the people that he can count on. Identify the people that are not double-minded or two minds. Identify the people that are not saying, Jesus, I love you in one breath, and Satan, I'm your servant, is in another. Jesus, I love you. Satan, I work for you. Jesus, I love you, and I'll serve you after I get through doing the devil's dirty work. Can God count on you to bring deliverance, real deliverance, true deliverance? Can God count on you? Remember when God gave me Isaiah 46 and 10 this week? I decree that my purpose will stand and I will fulfill my every plan. Can God count on you?
told me this morning. Somebody write down what I say verbatim. I don't want nobody to get this wrong. Is somebody going to help me out with this? God said, there are people. Can you get that part? There are people. There are people. Just write it and just let it continue. Put that. There are people. Whose soul and body whose souls and bodies have been captured plural on bodies plural on bodies there are people whose souls and bodies have been captured and imprisoned, captured and imprisoned within the kingdom of darkness. You see them physically. You see them physically, but they are not whole. They are under And the Holy Spirit said, demon spirit control. They are under demon spirit control that is controlling their body. But the real person of my spirit is gone. That's what God told me he wanted me to pray about this Saturday. That's his mandate. There are people whose souls and bodies have been captured and imprisoned within the kingdom of darkness. You see them physically, but they are not whole. They are under demon spirit control that is controlling their body. But the real person of the spirit is gone. The real person of his spirit is gone. God said he wants that dealt with. I said, okay. Now that's the, that's part of the real purpose. And what did I tell God? I said, God, you can count on me. We all have to hate.
I put this in the chat room. I typed it. I typed it myself. There are people whose souls and bodies have been captured and imprisoned within the kingdom of darkness. You see them physically, but they are not whole, meaning they are under demon spirit control that is controlling their body. But the real person, I made a typo here, but the real person, let's see, but the real person has, oh, I chat, okay, or is operating, oh, but the real person, oh, wow, God changed it. But the real person no longer has, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, see, God talking to me on the chat now, no longer has or is operating through my, oh boy, own Holy Spirit, real person is gone. First way I got it was the real person of meaning his own Holy Spirit is gone. God uh-huh. obviously. It's going to command the forces that have seized these people to be set free. Wow. You see, Isaiah 46 and 10. I decree that my purpose will stand and I will fulfill my every plan. Going to be going to be something to see what what what's really going to happen. What's really going on, I guess. He said a souls and bodies have been captured and imprisoned within the kingdom of darkness. I got some more to this. I gotta finish typing it. But this is the real purpose. Yeah, Soul Track is gonna be be here. It's gonna be unveiled. But the real purpose, the real purpose, God wants the release of the souls of these people. Say real people. Use that term, real people. The Holy Spirit said, I'm commanding the release. I'm commanding the release of the souls of the real people along with 
said he wants every spiritual vault and every spiritual bank bust open that contains the livelihood of his real people. Well, this is going into something that I'm going to have to just to sit down and receive. You know what? You know what, Marcia? I believe so. If they die in that state, are they gone forever? They must be. And it must be a lot of people that have already died in that state. So obviously there's some, he said, you see them physically, but they are not whole. They are under demon spirit control and is controlling their body. The real person of the spirit is gone. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. Don't if you if you come in here, you know it's some serious work to be done. Now see, now see, knowing this, I know everybody can't handle this. I I know I know I know I know everybody can't handle it. And and guess what? God didn't even reveal it until what you. Today, last night, between last night and today. So I'm, I'm just going to have to trust God. I repented. I repented in the name of Jesus. And I told God, you can use me. I mean it. I, I meant it 36 years ago. And I'm ready. I'm ready for a miracle. I'm ready. It's going to take a miracle to do that. Living in a miracle, candles on my vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be divisible, born through the struggle, keep on moving through all this hustle, head up, head down, through all of the bustle, New York City wanna flex your muscle, look so down, look so puzzled, heart around your fire through all the rubble, down to stumble and fall, but my strength comes up, I'm mad at all, down to stumble and fall, Drive on till tomorrow, wipe away your tears and your sorrow, sunrise in the sky, like an arrow, no need to worry, no need to cry, light up your mind, no longer be blind, him who searches will find, leave your problems behind, you will shine like a fire in the sky, what's the reason we're alive, the reason we're alive, stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from man at all, you 
brothers and sisters, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your confidence in Christ. Thank you for your faithfulness to Christ. Thank you, citizens of heaven. Come on in, citizens of heaven, and possess your possessions. Citizens of
brothers and sisters, I see you tomorrow. I've been up shouting all over my altar up here, shouting all over my pulpit. I am, I am so happy if I don't fall out. I'll see you in Jesus' name. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you.